Okay. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Kingster's Attic. Um, as you know, for those who follow the podcast regularly, I've had a fair amount of guests on in the past week, and I once again have another guest for another episode. So I hope that I can continue to do this. Um, of course, as you know, a few months ago, I said, oh, well, I'm having trouble finding people. Now I am not. Um, so apparently, um, reality has kicked me in the butt for that. <laughs> but uh, moving on. <clears throat> so I am back with another guest, and it is a guest that I have followed on DA DeviantArt for a few years now. Um, my personal opinion is that he makes incredible work. Um, so without further ado, my guest for episode 25 is Chimp. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah. Thank you for being on. I greatly appreciate it. No problem. <clears throat> um, so I I've had a few other artists on in the past. Um, not that many, unfortunately. Um, but what I would like to ask you is a few things about your artwork. Um, now, I, I know there's going to be different opinions based off of what your watchers think, et cetera. But um, yes. to, to you personally, um, the, the the next few questions are basically your opinion. Um, to you, what is probably like the most interesting piece you've ever created? Uh, that's kind of hard because uh, to to quantify that because uh, that can change from day to day uh, mm -hmm. depending what kind of uh, artistic mood you're in or what kind of inspiration uh, kicks in or muse or whatever. Um, I mean, obviously the the most interesting or intricate ones are the ones that involve several uh, people in one picture because uh, that takes a long time. But, um, I mean, obviously I did stuff around, uh, this fictional machine called the harvest, uh, machine and, yeah. uh, and that, that always took a while. Uh, I've not done one of those in God knows how long, probably almost nigh on eight, nine, maybe even 10 years. So I think one of those, but maybe recent stuff is a bit more, uh, more grounded in reality so to speak yeah yeah i have noticed that about the recent ones um very different from your earlier pieces <clears throat> mm. yeah um so uh, i know i'm trying to think of what else um th the characters that you create um do, do you get them like what are what are your inspirations for some of those characters? Would you say? Uh, in the past, um, my old kind of characters, maybe mm -hmm. the first uh, 10, 15 years that I was doing this were kind of inspired by, you know, basic tropes and uh, forms of like cartoons and film and uh, characters. So maybe for me, it didn't kind of reflect a, uh you know i wasn't particularly creative around that time i wasn't right uh mm -hmm. social and sort of t derived uh influences from media that i've seen um 
and obviously with uh, other characters like say the chimpette for instance was basically a uh was a rule 63 version of the my main avatar uh yeah. but in recent times with the uh new hatchford series um they were kind of sort of drawn from experiences i've had with different women i've known in like studying uh professional capacities uh people who i've had to sort of supervise as well so that's why you know uh let's let's take for instance Murray. uh she you know the irish one with uh who's hard of hearing yeah uh because i used to work uh <clears throat> people with um not just learning disabilities but maybe those with who are neurodiverse but also uh maybe some inspiration around sort of having you know one sense that is uh mitigated and uh one kind of aspect of her is that she's kind of very you know very sense heavy so to speak and yeah that's why you know she don't wear shoes and you know senses things to kind of compensate for hearing and then you know someone like Falak <laughs> is someone who was taken I've taken inspiration from my classmates who are a bit more kind of, you know, socially aware of being a colored person or what have you. So there's these different mm -hmm. backgrounds and everything like that. And um, that's what I've taken inspiration from, uh, at least for now. Yeah, I think it's, um, I, I used to write a lot of fetish literature in the past. So um, I, I think it's common for artists and writers like us to, uh, you know, use character traits of real people we know in our characters sometimes. Mm, because it's uh, what I find out, it's uh, very hard to make up, like from the. Oh, definitely is, yes. Yeah. Because when you kind of, because everyone has their own idiosyncrasies and then you can kind of pick them, pick up from them. And then maybe you think, mm, maybe that could belong to a certain character. And then you know you implement it, and hopefully it kind of connects with the audience that you're uh, catering for. Yeah, um, as a uh, um, as a writer myself, you know I, I believe that um, usually the best characters are ones that you imitate from life. Um, mm. Like uh, I know when I, I I don't get to write that much anymore with my fetish literature, but um, when I used to do it a lot, um, most of the characters that my readers would love would be the ones based off of real people if i created yeah. a random one just out of nowhere they wouldn't get as much attention as the characters based off of real life people hmm. and uh having those personality personality traits can really flesh someone out i mean it's nice if it can make someone who's like intricate intricately uh designed like uh visually but then <laughs> You know, but if that's all there is to them, then you know the uh, the interest in them falls flat. I mean, there's one example I can give in, like, say, anime. Who's like a good example of this is yeah. uh, Osaka from. Oh yes, Asuka I do Mayo. know Osaka. Yeah, yeah. So she looks plain as everything, but because she's got a very vivid, uh, offbeat personality, uh, it's kind of made her very memorable as a character you know in a in a series of very memorable characters yeah um 
another thing that I find interesting, and, and th- this goes into like the fantasy stuff that I was talking about before we began. Yes. Um, like, um, th- there's one art piece of yours in particular that I really love. Um, it, it's, um, I think, yeah, I have it up here. It says the foot torture platter of irony. Yes, that <laughs> that's one one of my old favorites, and that's still um, that. Uh, shall I kind of discuss how that came about? Uh, well, it's funny because. Um, the the third girl that's being tortured with like the bugs and stuff and snails yes like like that that is something that i have fantasized about doing to do with like a girl's feet like like so mm. so it's like you know like like i'm seeing in your art pieces some stuff that i fantasize about sometimes yes so, so it's it's interesting mm. i mean it's you know a very interesting kind of uh sensory bit of play uh mm-hmm. um i know there was another one that i did uh with two girls kind of uh kind of quote unquote strapped down and face down and they had the same thing done to their feet and that's been getting quite a bit of traction uh in terms of likes on yeah on DeviantArt and I was uh, but, thinking, hmm, you know out of nowhere and there was another one as well that I did you know a few years ago that's the same thing so maybe there's a kind of a um uh an audience for it now um, yeah but you were saying about the rest of the piece before I cut you off yes um, oh that's all right um yeah. so yeah the the inspiration came from a Jake Redder piece uh I mean I've linked it in my in the description of the picture itself mm-hmm. and you know there's how you know different uh foot torches there that was going on even there was only three people well actually two going on then the third one is kind of getting teased yeah Uh, so yeah it kind of resonated me when i first started back in like two year 2000s uh early part of 2001 and yeah and so much so that when i kind of looked at it again i've kind of sketched out a version that features not only new hatchford um characters but also real life kinky women that mm-hmm. are kind of it you know that are going to be in it as well um it probably won't be coming out for a while because obviously i've uh discussed on my uh submissions that i'm having problems with my laptop which is not making my um uh tablet not work as well as it should do but uh but it will come in due time <laughs> once i get everything sorted out oh uh, yeah i i know about laptop issues um two months ago no a month ago my old one that i had for a few years now um unfortunately when i cl- tried to close it because the um, mechanism that helps close it um hmm. was loose it um accidentally crushed the screen and it oh, made okay. the laptop not work so yeah um i, I had to um Thankfully, I got another one, but I had to put it on a charge card and a payment plan, sadly. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It will eventually be paid off, though. And and it, and it does, you know, I, I was in need for another one because my other one was, like, close to a decade old. Yeah. Mine's about seven years old, so mine's yeah. definitely for, for an appraisement. Yeah. Um, so I, I see that you use, um, like, animals with foot torture in a few of yours. Yes, um, I know. You know, certain people have mixed feelings, but uh, you know, I let me assure that you know the 
the animals themselves are not kind of used in any kind of sexual ways. They're merely tools. You know, it's it's almost like I find it more interesting. Yeah, and it's kind of a um, almost like a throwback to kind of so-called medieval practices. So, and and obviously, I've seen old video clips that use that kind of thing, and it I never got anything uh kind of sexual of the animal being used but more like the reactions of the woman who's receiving that so yeah that's what you know my belief is and maybe part of that as well is obviously i engage in foot worship um yeah in my sessions so maybe it's almost like a the the animal is almost like an analogy for me doing it so um, oh yeah like, like it's representing your fantasy of what you want to do yes yes yeah, yeah, that 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 is rather creative. Um, I, I see, and like another one, you also have like a like a half animal, half human torturing people too. Yeah, uh, which one is? I mean, it probably was um, like a. This one is a commission. It says bolts prefer blondes. Oh yeah, so um, that's that's that was commissioned by a regular in Deviant Art who. Oh okay. Know, he happens. He happens to you know. Obviously, he's got a fursona and he yeah has to like foot worship and everything like that okay so like you're using his oc basically to uh yeah under his request of course yeah yeah obviously yeah, yeah. um yeah that that's interesting um would would you say that you have a lot of people ask for like feet commissions in the past uh, yeah i mean it's something that i've been doing for so many years uh but it's obviously the tickling aspect is the most focused on um yeah the only thing is though with the commissions is because i've you know been doing quite a bit of work as of late you know i've not you know i had to say i have to politely say no in terms of commissions but um if i feel like i've got everything set up the way i want to and i've got the uh the motivation to do commissions <coughs> then i'll gladly do them again because you know there've been some really good ones that people have suggested and yeah uh, and for me like um i tend to be quite upfront with what commissions i prefer doing so you know anything that involves new hatchford or fighting mm -hmm. game characters for instance they're the ones who i think okay you know because i've got an interest in those already uh they're likely to get uh pushed out uh very quickly as a result yeah, I, I know another DA artist um, who's really good. Um, what she'll do is um, she'll have a 10-spot commission, and the first 10 people who want the spot, she'll fill it in. And then until those 10 spots are done, she will be closed for commissions. That's what she does. I know that. Yeah, I think quite a few people have that um that kind of uh system going on and it works for them so but uh, i think i'm hoping that i can get back into it once i you know have the time but i just have so many damn hobbies in my oh yeah life. i understand i understand yeah Tr trust I, me i yeah. also run i also run a poetry podcast on top of this so <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah so i understand yes yeah so um with the um feet torture um uh, i also noticed that you incorporate a lot of like senses and smells in them is that yeah by preference or is that if someone asks uh sometimes the sense thing i mean maybe that was more prevalent in when i 
was old when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much now because uh, uh, you know maybe because it's not something that is like a huge part of it. But I know with certain people who've commissioned me, they really like. Uh, the sensory part of it you know the scent and everything like that and you know uh and i know particularly when you involve when you're involved in kink you know uh, yeah sense is a huge part of it because oh yeah it is definitely yeah i mean i've discussed this with um a, a few people i've put it up on my fet life as well um that i consider myself a sex uh well, a sensual person uh because you know i draw uh i like to cook so uh that involves my nose and my mouth uh you know I, i'm i'm a musician so it involves my ears and a lot of what i do involves my hands as does my main fetish so uh you know it all kind of interlinks and uh yeah i understand the the appeal that you know maybe scent can be involved in mm-hmm. you know the fetishes that people uh are interested in um i i know you have two different personas like you you have the the mr chimp persona but you also have the chimpette i see yes um yes. is one of them more popular than the other uh i don't know i mean uh i haven't drawn the chimpette in years because well a few years because you know just been so busy whereas the chimp is just basically me yeah with, with a mask on and mm-hmm. uh and i know maybe there was some fictionalized uh storylines to go with it which was you know me sort of expressing change or you know in a conflict or whatever <laughs> um but uh but i think for me like the focus is less on because usually when the chimp character is there uh uh, he's not kind of set into stage. the The focus is particularly on the person he's ticking. So, yeah, and he's usually in, off in the corner somewhere doing. Yes, whatever. exactly. Yeah. And, and that's always been, you know, that's always uh, been the case. Like, so, uh, and how I conduct, uh, you know, sessions as well. Like, it's the focus is always on the person who I'm tickling because it's like, you know, are you safe? Are you, uh, you know. Are you enjoying this? And is there anything I want to change, etc.? You know, it's not about my like completely about what I what pleasure I derive for it, but what, what they get off of it. So he's mostly like an aesthetic, basically, like like to the yes. side, just adding ambiance to what the main focus is. <laughs> At the risk of uh, sounding a bit <laughs> comical, he's a bit of a tool. So <laughs> he's, a tool, he's a tool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well which is fine. You know, hey, it's your character. You know, and it's a, it's a fictional yeah. character, so he can be a tool if you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, but not like he's he's a real person. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, although like, yeah. like he represents like the uh, the real life version of me as well. If oh yeah, if, definitely like, yeah. If I'm replicating uh like a session or a scene of so i i think i think um you know i i like a lot of the artwork you put him in but i think the funniest one was i i think it was from 2019 or 2020 um you you have some female with her feet locked in stocks and he's holding like a rooster and he's saying oh yeah what do you think about my massive yeah yeah it's just me being a it's just it's just the old um 
uh, saying like uh, kinky is using the feather, perverted is using the whole. Yeah, and I just thought it'd be funny. And yeah, I I do not know what is funnier, him doing that joke or the response of the other character saying "I hate you." (laughs) I I don't know which is funnier. Well, the thing is funny. Like when I've done sessions, like um, uh, I've always encouraged a lot of hatred <laughs> so yeah, because yeah. same here right, uh, <laughs> yeah because of um how uh how in inane i can be and and how much of an idiot i can be so um yeah i think it is sort of reflective of the kind of person i am in real life yeah i i i tell people i tell people that their um anger fuels me <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what i tell people exactly uh it's a strange yeah. dynamic but um uh, but it's always it always makes for a fun time um i i also see that you used don tortelli in one of your um art pieces do do you normally use like pop culture no or no i mean i the reason why i used him because i i was in a bit of a creative uh slump i just didn't have any kind of like kind of properly original or good ideas at the time and i think he was just a a conduit of that so and yeah well yeah. He, he's also I, very popular though because two guests ago before this episode you know one i had one female guest on and one of her fantasies is getting tickled by him mm. <laughs> yeah I, I think it's just uh you know we have to mention how the you know those scenes he was in in oh, yeah. the, uh, the 80s uh ninja turtles uh cartoons and how much of a impact that made and it almost made us feel validated as a result or it awoke something in us oh so, yeah i always tell yeah. people the 80s 90s and early 2000s created so many bondage and tickle fetishists <laughs> yeah exactly like, uh, and yeah it's yeah. Yeah, I, I was born. I was born in 1990, but you know, when I was growing up, I went to daycare centers and stuff like that, and they'd have a lot of the old 80s stuff. So that's where I, you know, would watch this stuff. Mm. I think uh, definitely growing up in the, you know, because I was born in 82. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen, you know, quite a few cartoons that had like uh, damsel in distress situations and. Yeah. That always really interested me like uh because it's not necessarily that the that the woman is in is weak or anything is is more like she's vulnerable and in peril but she's represented as being quite strong and or capable anyway so there's exactly that, it's that it's a it's a kind of a dichotomy in a sense but it kind of it really works for me in that sense yeah, and, and and it's and it's more interesting because you know usually having like a strong woman like that, helpless is kind of, at least to me, more um, appealing than someone who's very dainty and not you know. Um, you want to fight. You want someone who can fight back. Exactly, yeah. it makes it interesting. Yeah, because it shows. Uh that you know there's a level of defiance and strength of character that you know is always very appealing to me yeah yeah exactly it's um you know and and that's why whenever i have um 
like I, I have another artist friend of mine. Um, he he created the podcast's um, logo um, a few months back for me. Um, you know, I usually um, will give him like a character. Um, if I want a commission from him, uh, he will take a character. He will take someone that I know who's really strong, really like you know, f you and all the hmm. like you know like very tough aspects and kind of bring them down with like bondage and tickling and all, all this kind of stuff. Mm, exactly. And I think, you know, that's kind of reflective of real life as well, because I think, um, certain, uh, people in play engage in brat behavior because they just yes. want to be defiant. And oh yes, yes. In yeah. fact, um, going going back um, two two episodes ago, episode twenty three, I, I actually mm. had a tickly on um, my first ever, and, and she said that she will purposefully be a brat and tease lures in order to get it worse for herself. <laughs> exactly and um it's just the moment that they uh maybe start doubting it <laughs> doubting their behavior and they say like oh no or whatever then it's just like got you and yeah yeah it, it, yeah they they think okay i'm safe i'll just tease and tease and then when it's finally uh, the the she was on the upper foot so to speak it's like mm -hmm. oh fuck what did i do <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah yeah that's what, yeah. what i enjoy yeah yeah um so do you also um i'm trying to think i i don't know if i've seen this in your art or not but do do you also have like reverse effects too like um females torturing males i've had or... a few um uh commissions and uh and you know whilst i you know don't mind drawing them i think i just uh i'm more interested in you know women getting tickled i mean but I yeah personal preference yeah it's just personal preference really um yeah but i've but i've drawn it before and people seem to have responded to it quite nicely but i just uh, i think for me i just feel more comfortable drawing um you know women uh, that's always been the case with me uh, uh, for a yeah. long time. And like I always struggled with uh, sort of <laughs> male musculature uh, and uh, you know the shape and everything like that. Whereas I tend to find women for me a bit easier to draw. So yeah, it's yeah. all down to personal preference as well. Uh, speak, speaking of personal preference and going back to like night, like you know, eighties and nineties nostalgia. Oh my god, one one of my favorite things that you did. Uh, now, growing up, I watched Power Rangers, and oh yeah. my god, yes, I love the Pink Ranger. So, so that that episode of where the villains are tickling her with her in chains, yeah. oh my god! When I saw that, I was like, oh god, this guy gets me. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think, um, particularly, sort of in the <clears throat> mid to late stages of the pandemic, I just started to catch up on the Mighty Morphin era. And yeah. I think when I when it first came out in the UK, uh, I you know I, I was still into it because of the action and the you know the tokusatsu uh, element. Mm -hmm. of it. But then like I wasn't really spending too much attention looking at Kimberly, maybe because of my tastes were elsewhere. I was looking at girls in secondary school. Um, yeah, but yeah. but but then looking back, and I was looking at you know 
Kimberly slash Amy Jo Johnson, I was thinking, yes, I see the appeal now. <coughs> like, really see the appeal. And um, I just decided, yeah, sure, I'll just do something. And, yeah, um, I think it really connected with quite a few people. Oh, yeah. And especially, like, you know, um, you know, as, you know, growing up as kids, at least my experience, um, you know, we, we might think that, oh, yeah, this person is great. I would love to do that. But as we get older and we become more kinkier, as it were, um, yes. you know, our, our, our ideas for that character would evolve and we yeah. want to see more of them in a different kind of persona than what we saw when we were little. Mm. I mean, it's like how, you know, you watch something when you're young uh, and you have a view of it. You, you're more focused on the visuals. But then as you grow older, you're more focused on the, you know, the, the more subtle things and uh, less kind of focused things. And then or maybe even the sexual aspects. And yeah, exactly. Uh, but as long as they're nice and clean and they aren't harming anybody. Exactly. It's not like you're doing decapitation or anything. It's just oh, bondage and tickling, no. you know. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although there are people who like that out there. I don't know why, but. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I won't judge, but it's, you know, as I say, not for me. Yeah, same, same, same here. Um, I, I don't know. I, I've had, it, it, it's odd growing up. I, um, you know, I often talk about kink shaming on this podcast and. Mm. Um, like I, I don't know what your experience is with it, but with mine, you know, I I, I remember this one time um, when I was in my twenties. You know, I, I I had this one friend. She was female. Um, she liked stranger, kinkier things than I did. Yes. Yet talking about her feet or if she was ticklish was like, oh, that's a no go. I don't want to talk about that. And it's mm. like it's like, girl, you like stranger shit than I do. Why do you? <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Like, I mean, I've heard stories. Uh, uh, if I can make a shout out to my yeah. friend Shannon, she's from Liverpool, mm -hmm. and she um, she she's worked in sort of kink environments where, like, she's the only one around. You know that kind of group where she's the only one into tickling, and then everyone yeah. else is like, you know, maybe spanking or kind of like hooks or piercings and but it, when it comes to being tickled like everyone's like no oh, no 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 no, i can't do that can't do that and it's kind of weird and um um i mean like if, if they're not into it yeah. that's fine but if they're into yeah. stranger shit than you are then why yeah. bring down what you like yeah i mean there's been kind of discussions where tickling in particular is uh seen as a childish thing to do because you know it's done when you're kids but then like you know it's still a great way of sensual bonding in a sense and as for feet people just don't like it because they they smell or whatever or they're, they're dirty but then they have a focus on bum well anuses and yeah. <laughs> you know that it's like uh oh, which can be dirtier <laughs> yeah much dirty and smellier jesus yeah but, um, i mean like, i think um, we're the clean ones uh. <laughs> no exactly because people you know people do want to clean their feet but well but it is what it is and you know i i think you know particularly if you're you know what i'm into i and if it's something that's discussed i always have to kind of uh do it in a way that it's here's what it means to me 
uh, as a person and you know hopefully people understand that but fortunately with the community i've been involved with uh you know we've had these discussions and we all felt very safe uh to talk about them as a result yeah definitely um so i'm trying to think of what else um do you also um trying to think yeah, this is what happens. I, I get so engrossed in the topic, and then I think, wait. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like you know, just shoot, uh, just shoot with anything, man, and see what I can come up with. Yeah, I, I see that you have done other people in the past too. Like, like there, there's a, um, there is someone that I used to that I still follow on DA called um, Poppy. I, I see you've done a commission for them too. Who's that? P A P I. Oh, Poppy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, he's, you know, followed my artwork. And obviously, I've seen the uh, the bondage and tickling photos that he's done in the past. Yeah, I, I really like his photos. Yeah. And um, one thing that I, um, you know, when I was on Fat Life is that I came across his wife, Mika, on it. And, you know, it was just nice to see her on it as well. So, yeah. And um, I think his his you know i know his preference is more into foot torture stuff and yeah uh, whilst i've not done as much you know i still always appreciated the stuff that he's done and yeah um i think particularly over the years that i you know it's been nearly 20 years since i joined uh deviant art mm -hmm. and you know obviously you develop a community um that is just you know you feel you know glad to be a part of and uh <laughs> And that's one of the reasons why I've kind of focused on on sort of DeviantArt because in the past I used to be on the TMF, and yeah, you know, it was good for a good you know decade or so. But then you know I noticed not many people were posting as much, and when I did post stuff, I wasn't getting the kind of more uh, well thought out feedback that I wanted. And I thought, okay, maybe I just focus on DA more. And I think it's just more a bit more user friendly in that sense as well. well I which really helped. Well, e even DA though, like I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of good artists and creators have left because DA has changed their system so many times. Yeah, I mean, obviously, chief among them is CAB, and um, and uh, it's a shame, really. Like, uh, actually, he returned for a little bit, and then yeah, left. yeah, it's a shame, and you know, he isn't. We haven't been in contact, you know, since you know the the whole uh, eclipse thing came about, but uh, but you know, hopefully he's doing well. And uh, yeah, I, I hope so too because yeah. his artwork was pretty good. I I loved it. Yeah, he's yeah very creative, and I love some of the uh, the narrative stuff that he used to do. You know, with the comics and the different characters, and um, you know the concepts <laughs> that he came up with. You know, they're they're highly original. And, uh, you know, many of, you know, who I discussed with in real life have always admired his work as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so with, with your artwork, um, like I, I know that you've been doing this for a while, um, you know, mm -hmm. um, since I, I, I think your DA profile says since 2000. Uh, 2004 is when I joined. Uh, yeah. But two founders like december 2000 was when i first started posting on the um, original tmf and then i got yeah and then it yeah. got merged so 
with these. So how, how have you seen your art evolve over the past like 20 some years? I think definitely. Um, one thing I've, I used to do was draw big feet uh, because uh, I didn't have any more. Um, I wasn't, I just want, cause obviously with feet being the focus, um, uh, obviously it wanted to be, you know, what everyone kind of looked forward to and maybe yeah. it was just bad habits at the time. Uh, obviously <clears throat> I started out doing pencils and felt it and yeah. felt tips. And then around 2003, that's when I started to do digital stuff. And, and it was only until like, um, maybe about 2012 when I started using a tablet, like, you know, gradually, uh, cause I had a very small whack on one and just to sort of do, outlines and coloring because uh, it was easier to use than a mouse for definite yeah yeah uh, and then around sort of 2016 17 that's when i had my current setup and that really helped with um you know i used i i didn't use paper anymore like i used to uh what i when i was drawing uh, I used to scan my draw. Yeah, I used to scan things like fully colored. And then when I did, when I first did digital art, I did the outlines first, then scan them. And then once I started using the, uh, what you call it, the, the tablets, I only mm -hmm. did the sketches and then scan them and then outline them. And then come 2017, I was just doing everything uh, digitally now. And uh, it just works out for me yeah um with some of your recurring characters do, do you find your watchers preferring or wanting more of one or two over the other i think you know certain characters you know have connected obviously uh wolfgang durang being one of them but i he pops up every now and then uh obviously murray is quite popular with um uh certain people because um i think there's a sort of resemblance to Toph from the last airbender because oh yes Toph i do slide yeah yeah because Toph is blind whereas uh um Mairead is deaf whereas deaf is not a visible you know disability whereas blindness most certainly is so and um and i think maybe that's you know what people kind of connect with in the sense is maybe the familiarity with certain characters who are not known for wearing shoes and then yeah that kind of thing or they're like those who are maybe a bit more kinky like i know you know maybe one or two people like the the mafia characters that i made as well uh or maybe uh a one or two like the like the people of color who who i make so yeah yeah it's you yeah know, the, the just... mafia characters are pretty good I, I i i have enjoyed those in the past yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, it's it's a very uh, overdone trope, as you as we yeah. know, on to take. But sometimes the overdone yeah. ones are okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because of how they're used. Uh, no, exactly. And if they're used, you know, in in a semi decent way, then it's always going to be, you know, people are always going to want them to return. Uh, I haven't got any ideas for them as of late because you know I've got other things to work on. But um, but what? if they've got something, then I'll. Who knows? Wow, you you have done a lot of artists that I knew that are no longer around too. Because mm. I'm seeing Tiffany James as well. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's so many 
uh, <laughs> this is what you get when you're like doing this for it's been 20 years, 23 years now. So, yeah, uh, you see people come and go. Like, um, you know, we used, I used to have like uh, people like Cheshire Cat being a regular. Um, yes, I do know. Che- I knew Cheshire Cat. Yeah, I used to follow their profile. Yeah, and uh, so many others that you know you kind of you kind of wonder where they are now or if they've outgrown you know the community. But but sometimes you know I always hear things about people saying, "Oh, you know, this is a uh, I don't know a cesspool or whatever." But it's just like, come on, man! Like you know, if you you know if you if you engage with the community, you know, we're well, just like regular people you know yeah, un- unfortunately it's unfortunately it's the bad eggs that ruin it for everyone else so if, yeah if people see bad eggs they think everyone is bad no exactly but you know if you're gonna paint you know same people with the same brush you know you, you're only gonna find misery because you know you're you're not mm-hmm. judging people or kind of you know seeing how people are on a case-by-case basis you know just because you're into you know one thing doesn't mean that everyone else is going to have the same personality i never really got that mentality yeah and you know you know call me presumptuous or whatever but you know part of me thinks that those who do leave maybe they were trying to get something out of this and because their um expectations were not met they just think oh well we'll bun this you know i'm gonna fuck off then well also you know the people are not like one dimensional, you know, people hmm. are multi-dimensional. So it, it's like, you know, t- take me for example. Yes. My main focus is my foot fetish, but yes. you know, I can find other um, kinks that I have inside your artwork, you know, bondage, hmm. tickling, you know, the, the use of bugs and insects, you know, that, that appeals to me as for the torture aspect. So, yes. you know, it, it might, you know, I think that it would be more appealing to people who have multiple um, kinks. Um, like, I think your artwork is good for people who have multiple ones because they could be like, hey, you know, it's like I said earlier, you know, this guy gets me, y- you know. Hmm. Yeah. At least that's my opinion. Yeah. And I'm just glad that, you know, there's an audience for it because I just put it out there and just uh, when I first started, I just thought, you know, hopefully people will like what I do because I've seen you know artists before me do stuff that i really loved like uh bac and smith and uh jake redder who i've mentioned before and i thought yeah you know what i want to give this a go and see if i can you know match up to them somehow and you know all your heroes have heroes and um and then you know 23 years later you know i'm still doing it and i really want to change a thing i mean maybe maybe part of me thinks that i should change my kind of should have changed my sort of personal conduct online but then again you sometimes we <laughs> be dicks you know what i mean yeah like, yeah exactly cat, i don't you know get but, caught but, on a bad day and you, you're just an asshole you know well un- unfortunately and you probably saw this too the, the the world the past 20 years has gotten too sensitive Mm. So stuff stuff that you would probably have not gotten away with in the early two thousands. Yeah, it, it, it's like you know. I mean, I think I remember uh, hearing somewhere that they people say that someone said that in a sermon somewhere that uh, being offended is a choice. 
you know uh, exactly because sometimes if i like i'm notoriously hard to offend i mean if, obviously if you make it personal you know based on my appearance or whatever then obviously it's like well fuck you because you know you're making yeah. it personal but if you're just saying certain things then you know you think and it offends you or maybe you you don't like it you think why and and usually when i hear things i don't like i think yes I, here's the reason why i don't like it because etc 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 so you know last like i wouldn't you know the last thing you should do is kind of snap at people because uh you didn't like what they said exactly um, but if but if you know you're kind of if I get snappy with someone and they call me out, they say, I, I, you know, I'll put my hands up and say, look, dude, I'm sorry that I, I, I uh, uh, said things in this way. But I'm just not, you know, in the right state of mind or whatever. So, but that's, well, yeah, we, we are bad days. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. We, we are bad days. It, it, unfortunately, some people don't understand that we have bad days from now and then, and it's, you know, yeah, people take it too personally, but but if, but if but if no, if you haven't said anything to person, you've just had someone uh, have a go at you. You know, you have to think to yourself, well, no one gets ang, no one is angry all the time. You know what I mean? And yeah, you're cooled down, and also anger is a secondary emotion because you know you're not angry for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and um, while we're still talking about your artwork, I, I found another piece that i i remember that i loved it it, it was um it was another one back in I, i'm finding a lot of earlier ones so you you must mm. have done this a lot in 2016 because it says 2016 also um yes. it, it's one with a with a witch um you have like a blonde and a black haired one one the oh yeah yeah i think i'm I think that was that was commissioned to me, and uh, I can't remember if it was commissioned that I um, had to. Yeah, it says it was. It was. Yeah, I think it was the bug one. Yeah, that's another one. So yeah, um, I think uh, I had to. Um, I think the mention was like kind of uh, state agents or kind of evictions. Um, I have to look back. I mean, but uh, maybe part of me was uh, putting a a bit of myself in there because as someone who is uh, distinctly working class and you know you have like rich folks coming into your area and try to quote unquote improve it but then you they get they price you out i think oh, yeah. that kind of that kind of gentrification um that 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 um that, ele that element of myself kind of came into that piece uh in a strange little way and i'm really uh anti uh gentrification because you just have people from quote-unquote richer parts of the country who come in and say oh we're we're improving in an area and i'm like Dude, oh god yeah i, I hate that too that's yeah uh... that, yeah like this is this is Martin's, yeah. You don't touch that shit, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I we we have those in the states too. That it it's so it, it makes me cringe sometimes. And uh, oh, this area, uh, needs, you know, it's so upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, truly, truly. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Oh, oh, god. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, we we have those in the states too. It 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 gets um, it, and you can tell like those kinds and and it's I, I don't know but but it is interesting to see because i um go 
I got off track there for a second, but anyway. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry about that, people. But anyway, yeah, um, I, I don't know what it is about, like, seeing, like, people tortured with, like, bug torture that gets to me. It's like, I, maybe it's something that I wouldn't want to happen to myself, and that's why I like it mm. on other people. And I think particularly when feet can't move or or get away, that's the... Um, oh, yeah, like if they're trapped yeah. in, like a like, a glass thing or if they're you know secured somewhere else and i think there's the i think maybe the um the elements of fear as well because obviously um stuff like spiders can freak people out and maybe and you know people are um oh, what's it called a video uh, if yeah I, I can't i can't remember the the phobia you could just uh, say uh, spider phobic or something yeah or bug yeah phobic. my, my sister-in-law is spider phobic <laughs> yeah yeah well arachnophobic yeah. obviously but yeah arachno, that's it yeah yeah, but um, I can't remember the one for um, for bug phobia. Uh, but I'll, uh, yeah, I'll probably have to kind of post. I don't that. know. Well, I, it, it's odd yeah. because I um, so I'm um, I, I'm bi, of course, and I, I've seen like both females and males getting tortured with insects sometimes. Yes. And like one of my favorite scenes, unfortunately, I have not found this on a female site yet. I wish I could, um, mm. but there was this one male site um it was i think it was called straight hell that would put guys into like bondage positions and this one guy was afraid of bugs and they actually put like a millipede on his soles oh boy yeah and i and i'm like this is interesting why why don't i mm. see like female models get this stuff yes and, and then and then i find like your artwork and you're doing it and i'm like this is what i was thinking yeah <laughs> and uh and that's the thing like because uh i know many many women who are absolutely scared of spiders so yeah <laughs> but but i'm not sure if that would be feasible in an actual session because oh yeah that would not things. no 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 oh, for, hell for no, artwork it would be fine but not oh yeah absolutely real <laughs> yeah you, you know like 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 if i were a good artist you know if i took a female that i knew and drew like you know a millipede on her soul yeah that that's fine but doing it in mm. reality is quite different <laughs> exactly because yeah um because that's uh crossing a boundary but at exactly least with, but at least with that it's still grounded in reality somewhat but oh, oh yeah i'm sure the video that i saw was you know the model was okay with it obviously mm. so uh, yeah but yeah but in real life yeah yeah I, that probably won't be your friend anymore <laughs> oh yeah definitely yeah especially if you yeah. put a big fat millipede on their soul <laughs> or, or <a> uh, <laughs> oh god that's even worse uh yeah although although if I think it would depend on one's preference. Like I'm thinking if like, say you do it to like a female that has ticklish souls, I think mm. the millipede would be more torturous maybe because of all the finger legs on. Yeah. At least and, it's my opinion. And it can be very unpredictable as well because uh, you don't know, you know, where that millipede is going to go. I mean, yeah. Versus a tarantula or a spider, you know, you can see that kind of exactly. and it's like yeah. yeah i think you know being unpredictable in you know when you're tickling someone is always a uh useful thing to do because you know you just focus on one area too much and then they desensitize but if, but if you kind of alternate 
particularly with the foot, you know, it can be like on the toe, between the toe, on the arch, on the ball of the foot, maybe on the top of the foot. And it gives, you know, like a different uh, look and feel and people don't know where it's coming from. And yeah, yeah it always makes for very uh, fun sessions as a result. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and plus that, that's another thing that why I think that fetish art is important. Like, you know, with your fetish art and others, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it gives people a sense to live out fantasies that might, that they might not want to do in real life. Mm. And, you know, uh, you know, maybe some ideas as well, like obviously something that's not, you know, like, too outlandish or anything like that but if they've yeah. got like ideas then uh, if it gives people like ideas on what to do then you know all the more power to them um well yeah it's like me liking the uh bug for artwork that you did you know i i might yeah. not want to do that in real life to someone but seeing it in an art piece is like you know what that's interesting hmm, exactly you know i might not want to do it to someone because that would be too much um, you know, like you said, with boundaries and everything, but yeah. at the same time, you know, seeing it an art piece, it's like, okay, I can see my fantasy without having someone suffer. Yeah, you know, certainly. Like I think, um, speaking of which, like there was this time when, um, sometime last year, I forgot the, uh, uh the name of the user, but he, he did a <laughs> sort of a, a reenactment of, a piece that I did where two girls uh -oh. were getting their feet roasted uh over coals. Oh my and god. And then like and then and then he did like a a version of it, like a, as a filmed version of it, uh in real life. And the the models that he used were dressed the same as the characters that I drew. And that was fucking insane to me. Like, geez, it, like, it is insane. That's that's going is. a little too far, maybe. Well, I mean, obviously, there's there was some, um, cons you know, yeah, yeah consent, yeah. But but in terms of like that, you know, something like 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 that happening, I was like, dude, like really, and yeah, and it was a really great um, video as well. So you know, props to that guy. Hang on, let me, yeah, let me find him. Uh, but but yeah, if if the person if the ever people doing it lighter, then that's fine. But you know, like I know tons of people that i know who would probably not like that <laughs> yeah but um ft universe that's it that's the guy who did it and yeah yeah i just want to give a shout out to him for for doing that because yeah it was i just <laughs> i mean you know it's, it is quite humbling in a sense so yeah that people uh took take inspiration but then like do something like that in real life it's just insane to me that uh it's happened as well yeah definitely like i i don't i i don't know it um you know i, I always say that there's like a fetish side of me and a non-fetish side of me and mm. like like even though my kink side loves these kind of ideas my like non-kink vanilla side would always be the voice of reason saying well you can't do that in real life because that would be kind of creepy that would be yeah kind of not good for the other person <laughs> <laughs> well but like i said so you know uh, as long as there's there's consent going on and you know well even if there's consent i think i would still feel bad for the person 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Well. You, you know, like, especially since, you know, when I was in my 20s, you know, I was mostly a switch when it came to bondage and tickling. So I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know what the opposite end is like. So I'm thinking yes. to myself, like, okay, am I torturing this person too much? I don't want to, you know, because I've been on the opposite end of it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, to be fair, that's where, you know, the uh the safe words come in and everything like that if something goes too far and that kind of stuff uh i mean there's obviously been um uh you know issues what i've heard about people uh kind of freezing up and not saying the safe word or whatever and you know yeah those are kind of yeah horrible things to hear about yeah i uh um yeah we in, in fact one of my previous podcast episodes we talked about the use of safe words you know um and how important they are like i i always try on this podcast to um talk about like healthy a healthy king lifestyle um mm. you know like always doing safe words always consent always you know everything else yeah and you know that's that's always like the you know that's that's like the absolute fundamental thing that has to be negotiated uh in a scene uh just safe words boundaries don't touch this area mm-hmm. uh, on my body or don't do this don't you know and that has to be respected um i think for me when when it comes to negotiating a scene as well is just uh getting to know that person you know if you've not played with them before but but if you have then obviously you can sort of see would you like to do this? Would you like to do yeah. that? And uh, and if you know if they agree, great. If not, yeah, just don't make a fuss about it, and just uh, you know, just don't incorporate it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, um, you know, experimenting with kinks is always fun, but it's also you're yeah. cautious about it sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, just listen. Just listen to your partner. You know, because you wouldn't want that done to you if you switch it up yeah definitely um yeah my dog is barking in the background (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um anyway um was there anything else you would like to bring up as a topic as far as like your art or whatever your beliefs are with like bondage king lifestyle i mean you know i'd say me uh, in terms of art, like, you know, it's been like 23 years. So mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that I could go through and like the changes that have been going on. Uh, but in terms of like, you know, me doing this, you know, doing this kink in real life, I've been doing it for a little over five years. And it's been, you know, it's been wonderful. Like I'm part of the uh, UK and Ireland ticking discord. And uh, that's like, that, that was created around the time of COVID and it's kind of gone from strength to strength. So we've attended, you know, groups of us have attended different tickle events. Um, oh yeah. My last, my last guest was from the UK and she was telling me about tickle meetups in the UK. Okay. It was, it was Miss Tickler from Shearstocks on um, X. I think so. Uh, well, I'm, I'll have to look it up. Um, you know, but I know we have different community, uh, maybe different communities. I know we've had, um, like, particularly in the last couple of years, we've had some really uh, 
prolific um events i mean obviously tickle mania being one of the main ones that's yeah. been going on for like over 10 years however I know in recent it, year, yeah um, however I know in recent, in, oh, you can go, yeah, go, on, go sorry. On. um oh, sorry. i know i know in yeah. the states there's one um th there's not one for male and female communities unfortunately but for like the male and male tickling community there's something called tickle fest um it gets hosted like a different sponsor city every year okay i mean um the main one i know from america is nest uh which is yeah i heard about that yeah and i know uh maybe one or two people from the uk have attended that um but now in the uk we have uh, at least three separate of well or four if you if you count them so one we've got so one that came out last year uh, in March last year was is called Hysteria, mm -hmm. which is uh, made from the server that I'm part of, the UK tickling server. And you know we've had um, two events so far, and the next the third one is coming up in April. And I've booked my hotel and whatnot to be there. Um, then we also got Squeal, which is held in Birkenhead. Uh, yeah probably every quarter every quarter i think um i was there in the last one and you know uh and i do like the liverpool area and you know it's um and with these events and also there's the tickle enthusiasm hold, held by reed amber uh which is more of a private party held in london and you know i think i've just attended the fourth one in uh december uh for it for and for the record, uh, Reed Amber uh, was interviewed for Co Cosmopolitan magazine, oh, and nice. uh, and she actually uh, dis discussed her tickle fetish, and you know, and you know she does a lot of she does a podcast called Come Curious, you know, where she does discuss her her love for foot fetishes and also tickling. And oh, that's that's neat. Yeah, so yeah, um, uh, someone was telling me that you know there, there's not that many kinky podcasts out there, mm. sadly. Yeah, but with uh, Reed, it's kind of uh, you know it is kind of almost empowering in a sense that you have someone who is, you know, she, you know, it's more mostly focused around sort of sex work and everything like that. But then yeah. her to discuss, you know, those fetishes, and then she's holding her own kind of private events um uh, you know it it just feels like now you know after so many years for me in the uk kind of longing for ages and then suddenly i'm kind of sport for choice of where to go and uh who to play with sometimes and you know it can be a bit overwhelming but um but it's been great and one of the great things about the community that i'm part of in the uk is that um the the tickle events and the plays is actually just one small part of it. You're, you're hanging out together in hotels or bars, mm -hmm. um, just being friends with each other and, you know, being fairly open. And, you know, there's been many late nights and many, many times we've been drinking a lot, just, you know, just chatting about random stuff constantly, you know, or playing pool or whatever. It's been a uh, wonderful time to be a tickle kinkster in the UK over the past couple of years years yeah I'm, I'm kind of envious of like you know the uk and other european nations um because in the states it's so much bigger and yeah unfortunately you know like 
you might have you know you might live in say pennsylvania but most mm. of the people that are tickle kinks that you love are on the west coast <laughs> yeah you know that that's the unfortunate thing we have in the states exactly yeah. and because it's so big that like the um you know the concentration of people to uh meet up to even talk about these kind of things in a safe space is must be a pretty fucking big struggle to it is it is yes especially yeah. if you live in like okay so i live in um <clears throat> i live in like a backwoods area of pennsylvania and okay. it's very not openly fetish friendly to mm. say um and y you know like i i remember when i was a teenager you know i i tickled a friend's sister's feet and the parents acted like i raped her oh jesus christ it, you know you know very very close minded <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yes um you, you know i i remember my parents you know uh, my mom wasn't home at the time only my dad was and they they invited they called him over to come down and he's thinking oh my god what did he do did he touch her breast did he t did he and when he sits down and then they tell her that i tickled their daughter's souls he's like yeah. he, he didn't say this to them but he's thinking are you fucking serious? You called me down here because my son tickled your daughter's feet. What the fuck? <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so it, oh. so unfortunately, um, unfortunately, the open-minded people in the states are mostly in like the city areas. Yeah. Um, other than that, like if you live in like like where I do, like the backwoods areas, they're they're not really kink friendly and i've had instances of kink shaming unfortunately yeah it's a shame really and as we all know like foot and uh, tickle fetishes are amongst the most innocuous and harmless so exactly yeah and you know because it's a sensory thing and obviously uh there was there was some research to suggest that like in our brains that feet and genitals are very close to each other in terms of brain mapping like, yes and and obviously when you develop you know those wires can cross and yeah it's, it's a shame really well actually believe it or not um over over the years i've discovered something i think there might be something like a foot fetish gene because growing up i you know my my dad was into feet um i have a half brother on my dad's side who also has a foot fetish so i really? i'm starting to believe that there's a foot fetish gene <laughs> that's really interesting like i mean that's that's kind of uh almost like new uh ground or research to look yeah. into that but I mean, like we all have our different preferences, you know. Mm. Like, like, like my dad preferred smaller feet. I prefer bigger feet, you, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So we, we all have our different, um, you know, interests. But it's still interesting to think that, you know, here, here it is. My dad has like two different sons that are like half brothers, and they kind of like feet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's like an exposure thing, but, uh, but I can't really speculate. <laughs> like I, I didn't even have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I just randomly assumed it might be that. You know, I, I don't have any physical evidence to back that up. I'm just like, uh, maybe. Who knows? 
Or maybe if someone can fund you uh, in an academic sense, who knows? You could publish <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm currently going for history at a university right now. So maybe I can go into like their bio department and be like, hey. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're kind of pushing your luck there, son, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I don't, I don't know, but, but yeah, it, it, it's, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's something that I've always been curious about knowing, as far as like, you know, oh well, you know, like yes, we have the stories of, you know, like, like we were talking about pop culture. You know, yes, mm -hmm. that might have played into a certain part. You know, yes, maybe we saw. You know, too much, too many teenage mutant ninja turtles getting, you know, yeah. able getting yeah. tickled. You know, maybe we saw, you know, another show in which there was too much bondage, but yeah, you know, there are also other aspects besides cultural exposure. Mm. At least I've I think, yeah, I think also maybe there's a um, how we want to be touched in a sense as well, like. One thing I've realized in, you know, in my community, uh, Tickle community in the UK, is that there is a significant amount of women who like having their feet worshipped, touched, tickled or whatever. And yeah. you know, uh, it's, uh, yeah, so it's really, it's, you know, I, ha I have to really kind of um, dig deep with that uh with them and discuss that because because as much as i like chatting shit with friends and everything like that it's you know if we kind of have those comfortable conversations uh when we get the time it'll be nice to know you know where it all comes from and everything like that because i know how feet are especially are an erogenous zone because how you know if you touch them a certain way or if they're or just touched in general they can really you know turn someone on so yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I know for myself, um, you know, I I do have um, uh, after all this kink shaming was over with, you know, I, I now have friends that are a little bit more open to it, and they, you know, they they didn't want to do anything sexual, of course, which is fine with me, but mm. you know, I like I, I've had a few want to like were okay with me finding out if their feet were ticklish yeah um I, I remember i have um i i have i have nieces and nephews around my age group and one time my niece brought like a lot of her female friends and all of her female friends there there were like um you know i think five or six in their 20s and 30s um yeah you know they all wanted me to rate their feet um like, oh, rate, boy. like one to ten um <laughs> that, that was interesting um yeah. so uh, i i think i told the story on the podcast already but um when i was rating their feet um um there was a set of twins and they were fraternal twins not identical mm -hmm. and i rated one higher and the other one didn't like it she actually pushed her own twin <laughs> sister into the pool <laughs> <laughs> so so now i can say okay so so i i got a girl so jealous of her sister's feet that she actually pushed her into the pool oh, <laughs> i now can say that well oh, that's funny actually that's that's a very uh no, that's that's a really uh funny uh what you call it anecdote yeah mm -hmm. i think also there's a I don't know if you've realized this as well maybe there's more of a acceptance as well because maybe in like recent 
years, like particularly with the dawn of, you know, uh, paid for content like OnlyFans yeah. or whatever, you know, there's um, people seem to be more embracing, you know, the foot fetish, foot, their foot fetishes, but some people take it too far, as we know. But but yeah. it, but then we see that women are a bit more receptive to it, and. And outside of my area i agree with that but inside my area i don't because there are still people yeah. around here and where i live who are very close-minded and who are like fuck this <laughs> <laughs> boy i hope hopefully their sex life isn't as dry as like fucking i don't know <laughs> it probably is yeah. i don't know yeah. maybe well i do know most of these people now have children so i'm like okay how did you have your children um artificial insemination <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. you stick it you stick it in there and you say oh i love you in a way <laughs> oh boy having too much fun with this <laughs> uh, but, but, to roast people who just you know think little of you you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly but but as i was saying to get to my point you know it it, it it's great knowing that out there there are people that are okay with this and who will want me to explore like you know i i told you about the feet rating thing where the girl pushed her own twin sister into the pool yeah, um yeah. Be because of doing that um uh, another um friend of my you know family member who was there um she th there was this um really tall gorgeous blonde and i, I tend to like yeah. big feet and hers are like nine and a half so like I, and i know she's ticklish too and um oh, she so so because i rated the one twin's feet higher than all the others the next time that i saw her um she was like oh well you know what um my feet are really hurting and i think you need to like examine them for me and she just like plops them right on my lap and i'm like oh god Dude, she know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay so is she doing this to torment me because i rated her feed under you know <laughs> it makes you wonder yeah but sometimes maybe in instances like that you've got to play it cool and say bring them here and just you know that's what i did yeah i did i i was nice i was like yeah i can do that and she told me where yeah. to rub them and i was like yeah i'll i'll do that you know i played it cool i wasn't creepy or anything of course yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you're not gonna be kind of going oh yeah oh they're so well oh constantly it's like fuck off man like yeah it's <laughs> yeah game whatever you know what i mean yeah you you have to play it nonchalantly you, you, you know exactly, exactly, you know it, you know it's not like i put her her whole toes into my mouth or something <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah yeah you know that that's uh, uh, um that that's another thing that that i find interesting is um you know my the best success rate like people keep telling me oh how, how do you have these girls give you their feet all the time you you're you're way too lucky and, and i'm like well you could not be creepy and just let it happen yeah exactly because and they don't get this <laughs> yeah exactly because you know you're tr you know with you know i've realized <laughs> you know as you know you know when you you know when you're young you just you know you just you just look at things at a surface level exactly but then as you, but then as you get older <clears> you're just sort of you know finding out the complexities of everyone and then you just talk to people like they're regular human beings and um you know find out about their own interests you know 
and if, when they when you give them the kind of stage for them to talk or what have you they feel like they're valued and then they can sort of open up to you a bit more and maybe feel more comfortable and it's how you kind of and i think it's also your body language and your aura i yes. mean yeah because when i think for me like i can you know i'm quite introverted same um, here yeah i think a lot of us are and uh but because you know because you're quite if you kind of give off a sort of a relaxed you know nonchalant you know aura about you but then you're willing to listen or you know have a laugh and also you know take the piss out of yourself occasionally it kind of endears yourself and then people will be more sort of comfortable with you and yeah exactly and, then, and that's where <clears throat> that's where all the um you know the camaraderie comes out and then you'll find things are just easier so i've said this i've had this discussion before how people will say oh why are you so lucky he says actually i'm just fortunate exactly that's what i tell people i'm like yeah you i am not i, I keep saying listen i do not have a girl's feet in my lap every week you know <laughs> these are like chance moments <laughs> exactly you know and when you're you know lucky just means that you're you're waiting for fate to give you something what you want whereas fortune is just based on the fact that you've put in the hard work or to be you know the the kind of person that you want to be and then you know the results come you know as a byproduct you know like you know you yeah. people who are comfortable with you touching their feet or whatever and you know that's a great thing to have really yeah continuing with this i have a friend that i chat with who lives like two states away from mine and you know i've known him for years and he thinks that i am because i've had luck with female friends over the years he thinks that i am a god as far as getting women to show me their feet and i'm like dude you know what i, I am not godlike that this is purely no. by chance <laughs> exactly you know like and plus it's rare like you know yes i do have moments like you know there was a moment a few summers ago where i had five or six girls with their feet in my face wanting me to rate them you know rate their feet from one to ten yeah that really happens do you think that i just randomly asked them to do that no it just was sheer luck that they were curious and they all put their feet in my face um but did you even mention that you were like into feet or anything like oh that? they already knew they, they've known for years they knew yeah for years oh okay but if they knew for years and obviously they think okay you know what this guy's safe and everything like that so yes yeah, yeah that 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 was the story that i told you where the twin pushed her own twin sister into the pool yeah that, that, the same same story same incident. Yeah, exactly and if they known for years but then they realized actually he's you know this guy's pretty pretty damn decent you know that's actually yeah actually so um so yeah the majority of them are friends of my cousin or well she's she's really my niece but we're the same age so yeah they're friends of hers because we're all the same age group um yeah and it, it was all of her friends wanting not her obviously but all of her mm. friends wanting you know um to know what i think about their feed and it, it was so odd because um so there's the twins and the twins have an older sister so after that yeah. time when i met the older sister again um yeah she was like 
you do know that you gave my sister Eileen a very big head. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and she's like, well, about a week or two after we came here and you did that, um, she asked my boyfriend how he, how he would rate her feet. <laughs> she, she kept asking people for a week or oh two my God. how they would rate her feet from one to ten just because of what i <laughs> so she, she she's like you created a monster yeah but it's interesting to know like you know any kind of body part where they feel like they're complimented on and this not as not just applicable to women you know men as well like if they feel like uh oh i really like your hair or your nose or whatever then you know they feel like actually this makes this kind of uh empowers me in a sense so it's interesting that people uh can latch onto that and you know people aren't disgusted because you know feet are part of the natural part of the body so yeah yeah it, it yeah I, I don't know it, it just makes me so curious <laughs> to see like one extreme to the next it's like here i live in an area where they're like oh no that's disgusting yet outside this area i see people that are like screw it whatever <laughs> do whatever you want yeah. yeah i think um you know um there was sometimes you know when your fortune you know does well for you like i think yeah. there was this one time when i went to a an event like uh i think it was about 18 months ago where there was someone who attended who was catching people's eye and i won't name names but anyone who knows the story they know so and she's a sort of a tall i think she was a six foot brunette mm -hmm. and you know it was her first kind of tickle event but she's involved in like general fetish and um yeah. uh kind of kink work and what I did in a room is set up uh, my stocks and my um, some kind of bondage gear as well. And, you know, she popped in, you know, with her play partner that she came in with. And, you know, I, you know, she was interested in coming in, uh, coming into the, the my stocks and everything like that. And I asked I immediately asked her play partner says would you like to be in the scene would you like me to help out and then he said to me no dude you know it's just all you and i was like okay yeah and because obviously people have been paying attention to this woman yeah um, uh, who was tall uh brunette you know very pretty face etc like um i actually couldn't believe my luck and there were times when um, a few people were sort of popping in and out of our session, seeing what's going on. And one person wanted to join in, but she politely declined because, uh, you know, her headspace was only uh, okay for one person doing it. So, yeah, but it was yeah. really interesting to know. And she said it was her first kind of proper tickle scene as well. And I was, you know, when you just feel kind of, you know, proud of yourself in that moment, like, yeah unfortunate um oh yeah, yeah yeah it's it's like me saying that i created a monster with my yeah. friend <laughs> uh. yeah and you know people can you know uh venerate you in that sense but sometimes it is some of it is fortune but mm -hmm. it can be down to luck you know being at the right place at the right time and everything like that and you know uh but at the end of the day like if you're willing to 
uh, engage in, say, foot fetishism or tickling and everything like that, you know, I encourage others who want to get into that, um, to those kinks, just working yourself as a person first. I mean, it took me fucking <laughs> until like I was 36 years old until I was doing it properly. And yeah, I have not looked back since. So, yeah. Yeah, same same here. I, I did a lot of growth in my 20s and uh, I'm currently in my 30s. Uh, and mm. um, it, it took a lot of tough growing in my 20s to get to where I am. <laughs> Yeah, just um, just being humble and being willing to take criticism or being sort of self-aware or, you know, able to recognize that you need to grow as a person so you can get what you want out of life. You know, that's my kind of um, advice I could give for those who want to come into this, uh, get into tickling and everything like yeah. that in real life. Um, so is there anything else you would like to mention before we uh, end the episode? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, yeah, it's been a, a really good, uh, you know, chat with you. So, yeah, hopefully um, people will be interested in what I have to say and everything. So, yeah, well, I'll, I'll let you know because, you know, I can see like demographics and stuff. I can see how many plays it gets, how many, you know, so I, I can see that. Plus, I can give you the link, too. So, oh, nice one. You know, you, you can share it on your accounts. Oh, of course, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. share it on Fat DA and yeah. uh, the, the Discord server I'm part yeah. of. Oh, cool. So, um, anyway, that will be it for this episode of the Kingsters Attic. Thank you. Thank you very much.